Hello folks, you are listening or viewing the Deal By Me podcast. This is where we ask guests to tell us your story. Your story can be encouraging, inspiring, and very transforming. We ask guests to share their experiences and events in their lives that will be of benefit to someone else. Today we have with us Victor Fernando, who has appeared in many recognizable shows and movies, such as Late Night with Colin O'Brien, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Adult Swim, and My Name is Earl, as well as in films with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Eddie Murphy. He is also a television producer, and we are thrilled to have him share with us today. If you are viewing this podcast, will you will please give us a comment and consider subscribing to our podcast YouTube channel. Victor, thank you so very much for agreeing to be a part of, of this podcast today. Uh, would you share with listeners a little bit about yourself and where you are located? Well, I am in New York. I live in uh, Queens, New York, and I uh, do my thing from there. And um, what I mostly do is I just... I uh, I do tech and media and comedy. So like all of those three things <laughs> wound up in one. Wow. Wow. So tell us, tell us just a little bit about uh, your, your comedy and uh, how long you've been involved with, with, with uh, comedy and just as, as much as you can about yourself. You know, listeners always are very interested in, and the people who come on uh, my podcast. And so if you could just give a little bit more detail about your comedy and uh, what what you do uh, in, in line of your, of your work. Sure. Oh, I've been doing comedy for over 20 years. I started out doing stand-up comedy and doing a lot of acting. And then I moved into a lot of producing, I would say like six years ago, I was a producer on the Love and Hip Hop franchise on a show called Leave It to Stevie, a TV show. And and at one point I was like, uh, why am I spending my time making reality shows? So I had to figure out what I really wanted to do. And then I went back into working on my own projects and my own uh, my own work, my own art. That's about the time that I actually became a New Yorker cartoonist. Uh, and that was really interesting just because that was like a dream that I've had since I was a kid. And it took me until I was in my 40s to actually do it. And I'm glad I did uh, because now I get to be amongst people that I looked up to for so long. Uh, of course, there are not many black New Yorker cartoonists. So glad to be among them. Uh, I know this may be a personal question. And I, if you don't feel like answering it uh, on uh, the podcast, please feel free not to do so. But uh, 
I gather from reading your, your bio that you are legally blind. Is that correct? That's true. Okay. And uh, how have you navigated that in your work? Uh, could you talk a little bit about that? Sure. I think that uh, for me, it just means that I get things at the size that I need them to read them. I have uh, very strong reading glasses. I have a big 4K screen that you can't see that's off over there. I um, Most of my books I use on Kindle so I can make the uh, type any size that I need to. I'll use my phone to enlarge things. Uh, sometimes like if I'm out and I need to read like a receipt or something like that, I'll like click it with my phone and then like enlarge the picture. I just get used to navigating around it for my lifestyle. So it's second it's second nature to me at this point. Oh, um, ex exciting. Um, I'm curious because you are such a uh, phenomenal person uh, to have done so much uh, with uh, what many will consider limitations, but you seem not to have let it stop you at all. And that in itself is, uh, is awesome. So let me just uh, kind of uh, ask you about some people that you've been involved with. Uh, uh, note that in your bio, you have appeared in many recognizable shows and movies such as Late Night with Colin O'Brien, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Adult Swim, and My Name is Earl, as well as in films with Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, End of Days, Eddie Murphy, The Adventures of Pluto Nash, and Werner Herzog, Julian Ducky Boy. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, what, uh, how, how, what, how did this come about? And how did you get to make such contact with these type of individuals and to excel in the way you have done? With what well, many people would call limitations. I would think that I first started, um, I, I just made some smart moves, I think. So when I was in New York, uh, when I first started out in acting, I didn't have an agent or anything like that. And then so what I started with was I would uh, perform at local clubs. And then every once in a while, I would meet like a casting agent or something like that there. And then if ever I had any interest from anyone, then I would go to an agent and be like, hey, would you like to help me negotiate this so that I could then get in with an agent if I already had uh, you know, something brewing. And that started my relationship with an agent who eventually started sending me on um, lots of auditions and things like that. I actually got the Eddie Murphy movie from an audition. I auditioned, uh, I went back a couple of times, and then they finally told me that I got it. And the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, however, I didn't get that one from an audition. I just got asked to be in it because the director of that movie had previously cast me in a music video for Elton John. Oh, wow. This is, you're, you're very interesting. And uh, these matters that you have been uh, involved in are just so, uh, uh, I guess, awesome in, in, so many, in so many ways. 
And uh, I'm just thrilled to be interviewing uh, you today because you, your testimony, your, your uh, I guess, involvement with so many things is, is just uh, amazing. And uh, I, 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 I know you'll, you're proud of it and you ought to be. Uh, and I, I, I want to ask you, obviously you tried to do all these things and you're doing all these things, but obviously there was something in you that uh, caused you to want to succeed. And so how do you know that you would succeed or that you will succeed in, in certain areas? Well, I believe I can succeed. I believe that anybody can succeed. Actually. I think it's possible for anybody to succeed. And um, I guess for me, I haven't seen evidence to the contrary that succeeding is not possible. <laughs> so I just, I guess, keep uh, moving forward. Um, yeah. I, I really do think anybody can succeed. I, I, I feel like it's just um, planning and hard work and it is a lot of hard work and it has not been easy getting um, even to the point where I am now, where I'm, where I am on the precipice of where I really want to be. I haven't quite like completely made it yet, but uh, at least I'm getting there. But every step of the way has been a, just a lot of work. It really has. But yeah, but it's not that it's not insurmountable work. Anybody could do it. Okay. Okay. So uh, I have, uh, I, well, you know, your story is so interesting and it falls right in line with what I, I want to do and is doing and what I always said I wanted to do. I, I'm retired uh, just uh, at the end of the past year. Mm -hmm. from, from pastoring a church for almost 32 years. And uh, my I, grandfather was a pastor. Yeah, and I, I, once I uh, knew that I was going to retire, I wanted to start a podcast to keep my ministry going, and I wanted to actually uh, be able to encourage, uh, inspire, and hopefully transform some lives. And uh, so what I've asked people to do was to uh, share their experiences and events in their lives that will uh, benefit somebody else. And obviously, you are uh, an idea guest for that. So I want to just ask you, what, it is, what is it that you would share or tell somebody else uh, who uh, may be going through something or feel as if they can't do uh, what they would like to do. Do you have anything special that you could say to them? I think that, um, I think probably the most important thing that I ever learned is, uh, that there are only two things that most people are considering whenever they're trying to decide whether or not to say yes to you. And the two things that they are considering are your capability and your reliability. So they're considering whether or not you can do what you say you can do, like your level of skill. And then they're considering whether or not it's uh, 
whether or not it's a good deal for them. And that's about your liability. They want to know if they're on quote unquote, a winning team. And if people, if those questions are answered for you before you go into negotiation, then it makes negotiation much easier. And this is something that I originally thought that I had come up with, but then I, after doing some reading, I found out that I was only reinventing the wheel that's reinventing a thing that someone else had already come up because someone else had already come up with the idea that there are two things that most people like in whatever situation you're in, whether it's like you're, you're trying to uh, sell a, a hat to somebody or you're trying to get somebody to pay you and invest in your business. Those two questions are always part of it. Like whether or not uh, it, it will do the, it'll, it'll, it will deliver on the promise of whatever the promise is that you're making and then whether or not it's good. So I would always think about those things. Okay. Uh, Victor, uh, having said that, how, how have you benefited from your experiences and events in your, in your own life? Well, how have you uh, benefited from it? What, what can you say? Um, how have I benefited from my own experiences? Uh -huh, yes. Well, I feel that my experiences uh, have given me a multitude of skills, mm. which I use now, which make me valuable to people. Okay. And so when I was going throughout my life and I was learning like different random things that may seem random at the time, mm -hmm. but right now is a time where it all, uh, it all comes together and feels like uh it was meant to be this way okay it felt like I was, I was meant to have like the group of skills or at least maybe that i've grown into <laughs> doing the type of work where my skills are useful uh yeah so far oh that's that's great uh that's uh awesome and uh you know i, I like that uh you you really uh shared earlier that you work with uh Arnold Schwarzenegger and Eddie Murphy. What was it like working with those two individuals? Um, well, it was different. I mean, there was a sameness to working with them and a difference to working with them. Wow. For the things that were the same is that they're both larger than life. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when I was first in their presence, I had never seen any of them except on television before, on television or in movies. And so it's surreal seeing someone you've seen so many times in media in front of you. Um, so that was one thing, but they're very different in that, like Eddie Murphy was more concerned and impressed that I was a comedian. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was very just down to business. Uh, and I didn't really have much interaction with him, but uh, Eddie Murphy was definitely, uh, he would, send his crew out to check me out doing stand-up to see whether or not I was good. And then when he heard back that I was good at stand-up, then he started talking to me more. <laughs> what was the uh, first thing that you directed? Uh, you know, you talked about Eddie Murphy and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but uh, just tell us, uh, uh, looking at your bio, obviously you've directed. So let us know what was one of the first things that you directed? One of the first things that I really directed was a short film called Beep, 
um, and it starred uh, Colton Dunn, who was in NBC Superstore. He played the guy Garrett in the wheelchair in the NBC Superstore, and uh, Jamie Denbo, who is uh, in a show I think on AMC, um, uh, called uh, I think it's called Kevin Can Go F Himself, but that's the name of the show. So. Mm. Okay. Pardon me, but that it is what it is. This is what this podcast is all about for us to be, be genuine and transparent and just share. And that was like one of the, yeah, that was the first thing that I actually directed. And the first feature film that I directed was actually Twisted Fortune uh, with Charlie Murphy. That had Charlie Murphy in it. It had Jordan Peele. Um, and it also had, uh, a couple of other, Davida Williams was in it. Uh, so, uh, and Ike Barinholtz, a lot of good actors. Now, are you an author also, if I may ask? I, I am an author. Okay. I actually just finished, I actually just finished a book, um, called the Anti-Racism Activity Book, mm, okay. which is, I don't know if you remember, do you remember Highlights Magazines when you were a kid? Where they yeah. had like puzzles and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I right. Do. Uh-huh. Hold on, just one second. So what I did was I made a book in the style of a highlights magazine okay. called the Anti-Racism Activity Book, and it's all it's all activities to help end racism. So oh, that's what, okay. Uh, so it's uh, poignant and funny. Okay, listeners, uh, don't go to place because uh, Victor's going to come back and still share some more of his interesting experiences and events in his life with us. But first of all, Victor, let me ask you you uh, this. Uh, how can listeners uh this podcast uh, get a copy of your books and uh, learn more about you? Uh, where can they go? Well, to get a copy of this book, it's really easy. Go to antiracism.online. Or just go to Amazon and search for the anti-racism activity book, uh, and it should pop right up. And then uh, if you want to find out more about me, you can just look at victorvernado.net, and you can see a lot of the different projects that I work on. Oh, okay. That's, that's sounds great. You have a, a very interesting story, and uh, I, I know that uh, uh, listeners of this podcast uh, <laughs> are going to be thrilled just hearing uh, your story. Uh, It's somewhat funny, but you kind of talk about your uh, date, prom date. (laughs) So (laughs) could could you tell us the story of how you stole your prom date? That's that's kind of funny to me. Yeah. So I did have a prom date. Her name was Katie. And so the, when I asked her to prom, she had said yes, and she was white. And then her parents didn't realize that I was black because I was an albino. But when they found out I was black, they forbade her to go to prom with me. Um, so what I did was I got one of my white friends to pick her up for prom and then took her to prom anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that's, that's really uh, uh, amazing. Did you get did you get any feedback from that later? And did the parents find out anything about that? Her her apparently her family her, her apparently her mother suspected that it might be a trick, but they never actually talked about it until like fifteen or twenty years later. Oh, so, wow. so uh, at the time, I got away with it. 
Oh, uh, do you still have a relationship with that person now? Um, I have talked to her on messaging every once in a while, like maybe once a year ago, I think. Not a lot. Not a oh. lot of time, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Victor, this has been exciting. You have been an awesome uh, guest, and uh, I'm just excited to uh, be uh, talking with you today in this in this podcast. And I know glad uh, to be here, and yeah, I love your bow tie. Yeah, thank you, thank you so very much. Uh, well, there you have it, uh, Victor Fernando, uh, who serves as an adjunct professor of filmmaking at Ryder University and who has appeared in many recognizable shows and movies, such as A Late Night with Colin O'Brien, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Adult Swim, and My Name is Earl, as well as films with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Eddie Murphy, and uh, what have you. He is just an awesome individual, and we're grateful that he chose to share with us today. If you have a story and willing to be transparent regarding the experiences and events in your life, please contact us at the below website www.dealbyme.com For encouragement and inspiration, read my books, Deal By Me, A Golden Opportunity to Blown, and Deal By Me, Second Edition of Self-Evaluation, available on the website and Amazon.com. You will be encouraged, inspired, and transformed. And until next time, peace and blessings to each of you.